reasonable man adapts himself to the world. An unreasonable one persists in trying to adapt the world to himself. Therefore, all progress depends on the unreasonable man. Ah, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. I'm gonna have to edit this. We're gonna start this over. <laughs> <laughs> Fire. Huh? It's fire though. By falling? Yeah. I've um you wanna know what's crazy? I guess. Yeah, talk about it. Talk about it. Oh, we record we, yeah. Yeah, like, yeah, it don't matter. Yo, what, what's crazy is I started that song like so long ago. And I'm like, I could never like finish it. I couldn't think of like of a verse to it. Like, I'm like, so I had to I actually freestyled it because it's like it just had to be something like I actually feel, like how I actually feel at the moment type yeah. of thing. Like I couldn't, I try to write it forever. I'm like, bro, I ain't gonna never finish this song. So I was like, let me freestyle it. And then it went, it, it went good. It was, it's one of my favorite songs too. I actually shot a video for it too. Yeah. But I ain't, um, we ain't got it yet. <laughs> what happened? What happened with the video? No, it's, uh, we did it all green screen. So it's a lot of work you're doing today. Oh. I want to welcome everybody back to another special episode of the Keep It Up Lifting Podcast. We got one of Maryland's finest. We got one of Annapolis Gardens. Very own Flawlessly Breezy Talk to him, man Yes, sir Yes, sir <laughs> We in here Uplifting podcast Flawless and that was Maryland <laughs> I appreciate you, man I appreciate you Appreciate you I appreciate you for tapping in uh, I've been bringing in the shows A little different Usually I talk about Like the purpose of the podcast But You being from Annapolis And being a rapper, right? There's a certain stigma that goes with being a rapper, right? Mm-hmm. And I and I won't even classify you as a. Would you? My first question is: Would you classify yourself as a rapper? No, <laughs> I tell people this all the time, and they all get upset. I, I stop saying I'm a rapper. I'm like, I just consider myself literally the best artist. Mm. I consider myself the best artist there because it's not. You can't just put me in a box of rap and. Or anything, because I can give you rap, I can give you pop, I can give you rock, I can give you country, whatever beat you give me, I can, yeah. I can do anything. And I, I see that, like uh, from your first album, which is Doe Cheese, to your latest music, like there's just a lot of versatility in your last album. What was twenty twenty? Yeah, uh, or I think it was what I dropped it last year, or, or damn it, two years ago, <laughs> probably two years ago. I ain't put out the forever. <laughs> But your your last album was was pop, and I gotta be honest, that was like one of my favorite albums. You know what I mean? I say the same thing. And my brother, <laughs> which we work side by side with the music, like he finding my beats and stuff like that. He like, I don't like the pop stuff, but the pop stuff is what I love and what everybody else loves. So I think like, it. I think it has an exceptional reach. I mean, especially for somebody who is well traveled like yourself. Because I mean, shout out to Justin. We wouldn't even be collabing. We in the same state. Literally. Same county, and we probably would never run into each other. But uh, you meeting Justin in Japan, you know, you chose to come on to the show, and you have such a a big message. And I want to get into that, but I want to ask: do you, do you feel like the the climate for rappers dangerous? I feel like is yeah. I, feel, I do feel like it's dangerous, but I also feel like. It's safer if you be yourself. Mm. And most people don't understand it's cheaper to be yourself than to try to put on an image for people. Right. Like, okay, I'm a rapper. You're never going to see me say I'm killing people. I'm shooting guns. I'm this, that, and that. No, I'm going to talk about what I really do. If you listen to my music, I don't lie in my music. So, right. Which plenty of them do, you know. <laughs> <laughs> and they, they get their che- they temperature checked. And, right. You know, um, <laughs> but I like that you said that. Like, you're really authentically yourself, but... Do you feel like that holds you back somewhat from maybe reaching some of the the heights and, and the levels that these other yes. rappers? Re- yes. I say it all the time. Like, And then by me 
choosing to mainly like do the pop music now, it hinders me because most people like where I'm from don't they don't listen to that right. Well, people add color anyway. They don't they don't really be listening to the pop music. I'm like, right. then when they listen to it, like this is actually good. I'm like, hey, you just got to listen to it. Like right. you can't just just because you're not used to it. anything that's different. They deem weird. I'm uh-huh. like, okay, but I ain't gonna change what I like for you. And it, it it holds me back because they want to hear about the killing. They want to hear about the shooting. Right. And that's what's going on down where I'm at right now. So, but one of my friends just got shot last night. So really, literally. So so being from that type of climate, like why? Why would you? Why would you? What built this level of confidence in you? Was it something that you had to have growing up in Annapolis, or is it just? Uh, a false bravado you know what i'm saying like or is I this just, just i just feel like i i i've always been different so i have no other choice but to be confident so it's like anything that's different you're going to get talked about all day so mm. so if you ain't got tough skin or you just not true to yourself you'll you ain't gonna last yeah so i don't i just always be myself like i ain't i was the first one down there wearing skinny jeans like they talked about me. Oh, you gay. You this, that, and the third. Now they all wearing them. I'm like, <laughs> like I see the old hits from my hood. I'm like, bro, you was talking about me as a kid, and now you're wearing. Like, yeah, yeah, I know. Yeah, like you, you copy me. Yeah, yeah. You. <laughs> that's why. That's why I be posing like the OGs. They look up to me. Like, yeah. I don't look up to them. Like, they doing stuff that it's not helping nobody. It's not helping the. Mm. It's not helping the community. I. I like not the two. I take care of y'all kids. Y'all people don't take care of their kids. I take care of them. Yeah, and I see that you're in the community. I, I'm. I'm. When I reached out to you, I was saying that I was like, yeah. I see that you're doing things in the community. Can you speak to some of the things that you're actually doing for the community? Yeah. So, so me, I actually do have a team. It's a. It's a group of plenty of us. Lot, lot to name, but, uh, <laughs> but we all got like um uh annual um giveaways or givebacks that we all do separately mines which is from my nonprofit, no deadbeats club which i know you're talking to say why is that's the name no deadbeats club does not mean deadbeat dads it doesn't mean that no deadbeats anybody that's an adult that doesn't take care of it that doesn't i wouldn't say take care of a child but don't teach don't help elevate don't help nobody in general that's a right. deadbeat to me right. i'm not just saying you don't a father's not taking care of the child a deadbeat can be a gatekeeper any, Yes, anything. Yeah, so yeah. I I give away school uniforms every year for the kids. Wow. So like the my last well, I had three events so far. So my, I do it like the week before school every year. I try uh-huh. to give away like two hundred uniforms. Uh-huh. So this year, a couple people want to sponsor, so we might go big this year. We okay. might go bigger. Okay. Trying to get more communities in. I'll definitely support. Yes, sir. Yeah, appreciate yeah. it. So it's it's hard to reach a lot of people because mm. Excuse me. So, like, um, my first event, like, we literally had the, um, cause, in, like I say, we in the communities that really need it. So, a lot of the kids didn't even have rides to even get to where I have the event at, which I do wow. have my event in a neutral area because it is beefs between all the neighborhoods. So, we I put it in a neutral area where anybody can come, it's no problems of it. So we had like we like rented a bus, brung the kids there. Yeah. So it'd be fun. Like all holidays, we do something for like we all got we all like us do stuff for like holiday like thanksgiving we give out like turkeys and dinners and stuff um my friend mo and he do christmas every year he gave out probably 200 plus bikes wow like man like we do- man, let's uh, let's <laughs> let's let's give you a hand clap for that boy Appreciate it. yeah and it, it kind of works so good because everybody that's in my group we all from different hoods right right we all from all the hoods that's beefing so we basically trying we basically bringing everything together like mm. all the kids and try to minimize all the beef and all the crazy stuff that's going on I, I, well how was that growing up though can you tell me about that because like I, and i see this amongst everybody from annapolis right like i'm from baltimore we if you from over east, you from over east. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? It's more like, crazy up there. Right. But but it's just like even in Annapolis, it seems like a lot of the people that I meet are trying to set a standard for how you should be coming from Annapolis. You know what I'm saying? And and, and it's a standard of positivity, it's a standard of men doing things, taking care of their family. Mm-hmm. You know, so how was it for you growing growing up in Annapolis Garden? Me, uh, I ain't really 
like I ain't have it too bad. I ain't handled that money, of course. <laughs> <laughs> but I lived with my grandmother. Oh God. Okay. So, okay. Of course, she cooked every day, all day. So yeah. I never, like I ain't really missed no meals or nothing like that. Mm. I didn't have like what most other kids had was like like everybody might have a bike. I ain't have a bike. Man. Right. <laughs> <laughs> like stuff like that. But right, right. I, I had a house to go in. I had right. food, all that. I feel like, I don't know, growing as me as a kid, I feel like we had way more fun than these kids. Yeah. We outside. Yeah. We outside all Facts. day playing throw up tackle. Facts. Basketball. Facts. Like we out, we outside. Yeah. The real yeah. outside. <laughs> <laughs> we really outside. Outside all day. Like, like yeah, you course, couldn't go back inside. Yeah. <laughs> don't keep running out of my house. Yeah, right, like, right, right. But we did, of course, everybody, every kid, we did stuff we wasn't supposed to do also, but. Yeah. Because like if we, I ain't have a bike, I'll tell you. We going still. I was, I was still on the bike. Yeah. And woke we, up, uh. What, what Finney said, woke up next morning, you stole my bike. <laughs> And out there, you leave that bike outside. Yeah, yeah. I ain't gonna lie to you, man. I stayed uh right up the street from Arundel, and it was it was Bike Doctor or mm-hmm. whatever that was called back in the day, and they would just put perfectly good bikes out back. They still them. So we was just getting new bikes every day. Did <laughs> <laughs> what? Police chasing kids yeah. on the bikes every day. Facts, facts, facts. But yeah, I grew up with uh just me. It was me, my friend Malik, and my friend Ron Shea. Well, mm-hmm. actually, my cousins. So. Right. It was just us three. We was together all day, every day. And a couple of my other friends, like I went to school with uh, Luke, Paul, and they ain't live out guards. They white. <laughs> <laughs> but those look like my best friends. Right, right. So they live like at school. German Elementary is like five minutes from where we live at. We didn't. We still had a bus, though, which right, is good. We right. had to walk. But they house, they walk. Cause they live right across the street from the school too. So like yeah. after school, I like I'm different. I was I wasn't always in the hood either. Like mm. certain days out of the week, I'll go to Luke House or Paul House throughout the week after after school, eat dinner over there and right. stuff like that. So I got to I experienced a little more than some people. Mm. So. Do you think that? Do you think that growing up and not really having to necessarily struggle, right? But being around people that you felt comfortable with, like you said, growing up with your cousins. And did that build a sense of community? Cause most people get what they get and they don't come back. But I see, like you said, you're talking about, you know, giving bikes away, having back to school things, no deadbeat, having a, a nonprofit foundation. Like where's the drive coming from to launch these things and give back? One, the stuff I couldn't get. <laughs> <laughs> when I was a kid, so I'm like, but then it's like I do so much for my kids. So, mm. like I was, I say this all the time. People don't, people don't tune into me for my music. They don't tune into me that much for my clothing. Most people tune into me for like the fatherhood, like mm-hmm. how how I do for my kids and how I treat my kids. I always have my kids. Mm-hmm. So I feel like I take my kids on trips. We we have we do a lot of fun stuff. We do set, and there's a lot of kids that n- will literally never get a chance to experience it. So I'm like, somebody got to be there to help these kids experience that too. Because if not, that only drives them to do bad things. And and we try to teach them like, you don't have to do like you don't have to sell drugs. You don't have to do none of that stuff to get money. Like right. you can work or you can like you can find a job. But I always tell people if if you don't enjoy doing it. Don't don't work there because you're never going. It's not going to be a good outcome. You got to do something you actually enjoy doing, uh-huh. so you don't see it as a job. Mm. Is that why you chose to rap to to be an entrepreneur to be a to be a CEO? Like yeah. you, you're doing a you're doing a lot. Yes, I'm drowning. <laughs> <laughs> Look, well, I need to get it, I need to get the staff thing together. You you know, speaking of that, you you had a post where you talked about men being aware of their mental health. And you were on vacation, looked like you was having a great time, and you were like, "It's liquor there if y'all drink." But you you were just talking about the destination you were at, and you were like, "I do so much because I have to do so much. I'm so busy." But you were also talking about being a person who takes time for themselves. Yes. Tell me more about what you were feeling when you put that post up. Like home, like home. I'm literally drowning. Like. I don't get to do nothing. Like I, I, I still work a job too. People don't. People, people really think I don't work, bro. I work a nine to five like everybody else. I still, and you post pictures from from yes, work too. Yeah, I, <laughs> I like. I work a nine to five. When I was in the Philippines, I was working. Wow, I, well, I, it was a mission trip, so I did it for free. Right. So, but I work. I work at a hospital. So, which I enjoy doing the work I do there. So, 
I work there eight hours a day. Then from there, I go to my studio. The business still got to run regardless of, like, even if I don't have any sessions, I still go in there to see, I clean. I got to, I go in there to see, well, what can I do better to draw more people in? How could I market this? Right. I've run both, I've run all the social medias myself. um, Wow. I got to, um, soon as I get off, I got to get all my kids. I got to, I got to do everything. So, so I, when I, so it's like, it's so draining. Like, I don't have time to even think of anything for myself. So it's like, it, it gets to the point where I'm pleasing everybody, but I'm not happy type of thing. And so like, I enjoy what I'm doing. Like, right, right. I'm happy that I'm able to do this, but then it gets to the point like, well, damn, I'm overwhelmed. And yeah. I can't even process at this point. Like, so what is, what is, what's the steps that you've taken outside of vacationing? Right. Because some people smoke, some people drink, some people do cocaine. Some people do a lot of things see, to escape their problems. See right? me, I don't smoke. I don't drink. I don't mm. do drugs. I don't do nothing mm. at all. So people, that's why I when people, when I say a lot, you see, I post it. You not say anything on my social media. Right. So <laughs> they be heated. Yes, that's biased. Cause you don't do it, bro. Obviously, I'm telling right. you not to do it because it's not good. Right. It's not helping you. And it's working for you, right? Like, yeah. you're, I don't think people, I asked you how old you were, you know, and I don't think people understand, like, you're a young man doing all of these things. Yes. And you've been through some things, even as a family man, right? Yeah. I hear it in one of your songs. Yeah. I was trying to figure out uh, which one it was. That was on the, I know what you're talking about, it was on my second project. Was it, was it No Man? Which one was you, it? You're probably talking about Inner Turmoil. Yeah. Yeah. And you were talking about something was going on with your son. Oh, you talking about oh the son, the song with me and my son yeah. when we got together? Yeah, like yeah, he he ended up having scurvy, which mm. most people don't know what that is, but, right? Because nobody gets it. Yeah, I pirate. thought that was something you get like if you was a pirate or something. Yeah, literally, <laughs> pirates get that. Oh, it's okay. When they go on like voyages for a long time, and they it's a vitamin C deficiency. Yeah, so it like it makes your um your joints and bones like swell up bruised like you you can get to the point where your gums and stuff are bleeding like everything just stopped working like he couldn't walk he couldn't walk no more nothing so that's because he don't like to eat i blame myself i'm picky right i blame (laughs) blame myself so all my kids are picky too yeah yeah it got it it got to that point like and it it hurt me because i'm telling mind you he crying and stuff and i'm saying ain't nothing wrong with you like like boy get up yeah. Like to the point, like, and then it really was something wrong. So that made me feel bad. Like, yeah, I, I performed that song one time at the family day. Bro, I was crying on the stage. Bro. I, I, I could believe it because even in the song you were talking, you talked yeah. about that. You talked about how us as parents too, which is crazy. And I think it's due to the way we grew up. Yeah, we're like, boy, ain't nothing wrong with yeah, you. Yeah, like, girl, you ain't nothing wrong with you. Get up, <laughs> get up, shake it off. Right. Go wash. Right, it right, right, right. Throw some dirt on it. Yeah. Right, like <laughs> it was things like that. So. You know, you put so much into your music and you talk about your family and you're doing all of these other things. How do you make time for a family? That's a good question. That's why, that's probably why I got left. <laughs> no, nah, nah, I didn't get left. Nah, stop it. <laughs> I don't get left. We know this. I don't get left. But um, it, it took some time. Like, like I've got, that's why a lot of arguments start like, you doing this, that, and the third. You need to be here spending time. But I I also, but I be trying to, like, of course, you have to understand, how can I take care of this family if I'm not working? Yeah, you said lashes cost. Yes, like, like I got, like, this stuff expensive. Right. Like, <laughs> I got, I'm taking care of everybody. Like, I got to be there. Right. Like, so it's, it's no, it's, well, I would say, I don't think it's ever going to be, like, a proper balance until mm-hmm. I stop working my nine to five. Mm-hmm. I feel like I got good, okay balance now because it got to me. I, like I, some days I won't even go into the studio. Like I'll just sit home, do something with the kids or like I still try to like, regardless of me not being with none of like my kids' mom, I still will try to take my kids out with the kids and their mom. So mm-hmm. I, like I don't want my kids to ever feel like I hate their moms or nothing like that because we all cool. I like Co-parent is great. I don't have right. no problems. Right. People think it's so weird. I got four kids, three baby mothers, no child support, no nothing. Everything is cool. I don't yeah. Have no it's a lot of work, though. Yeah. It's a lot of work. No, Trust yeah. me. A lot of money. <laughs> Dude, and I, but, I, had this, I had this conversation, not to, well, to cut you off, not to cut you off, but how do you, do you wish you could do it differently? Do you wish you had them all part? under one roof? 
if it's up to me, I will put them all in one roof right but- now. <laughs> It'll make my life way easier. Right, right. But, but that's what I'm saying. Uh, like if you it's, could, it's, it's it's tough because how how this even how my life even played out is just tough. Okay, it, it would I would never know because like my first child, I had him in high school, and you got to think he probably was born. I probably he probably was born two weeks after I even found out he was about to be born. That's how my life goes. No, nice. so, like, so it's like. But it's crazy because his mom is the world. Like, is, the world is truly small. Because yes. I'll, I'll tell you off mic. Yes, his <laughs> his, his mom is my best friend. So uh, so it's like we we met in middle school. So you gotta think like uh, that's like six six between sixth or eighth grade. Because seventh grade I went up to Marley Middle. I went up there for one year and then I came back down. But between that time, like I've known his mom since that long. Mm-hmm. We've we we dated in middle school. Right. Other than that, we was just friends. And right, right. Sex one time, ever. When that happened, this is a tr- this is a true, true story. Story. We had sex one time. I, I didn't find out. I was laying in the bed with my other girl. I was laying in the bed with a girl when I found out my like my child was being born. And and that girl, which which she we still cool. She just came to my studio, shot her pictures for her baby. And stuff. Right, so right. I'm still cool with everybody. It's like I don't got no problems with nobody. How do <laughs> I uh, my life is I don't know how it is. I'm just saying, like, how do, how did you feel about finding out like that though? I don't know. See, like, it, <laughs> like when I when I found out, it was supposed to be like a month or two before, like he was even born. But it was, I think, um, it was like emergency, so they had to like he had to come. He came early. Oh, uh, like, okay, okay. So the gap was even closed. Yeah. So now I'm in the bed. So when he called me, oh, the baby born. Man, I'm laying the bed. <laughs> and I mind you, I'm broke. I don't drive. I don't nothing right, at right, this point. Right. I'm, I'm still a kid. What? Right. Yeah, I guess a kid still. I'm still in like 10th or 11th grade, like 11th grade. Um, so I had to find a ride. So I think I didn't even get up there till the next day. So you gotta think people talk and don't even know what's going on. Oh, he ain't going to see the baby mm-hmm. with this girl, this, that, and that. No, you understand I don't drive. I, how am I going to get there? I'm a damn child too. What right, right. I right. just found out. Like, right, right. But then after that, like, just came together. Like, to this day, we still, she she can ask me for anything. She can get it. If yeah. I ask her for anything, she, like, it's vice versa. We just. That's crazy, man. I mean, that's a beautiful thing. That's yeah. just, that's a crazy story. But I, but I do like the fact that you said you don't have any issues. Forget child support and all yeah. of that kind of stuff. But, you, but like, I, I like the fact that you said you there's an understanding. Yeah, right. It's definitely an understanding, and it's like if we all in the same room, it's all it's always going to be cordial. Right. So right. I don't have them type problems. Of course, it's with women. You will. It might be. Yeah. Some, it's it's going to be something, especially if they share friends or something like that. It might be a little blah blah blah. Or a friend of might say, or they might have a conversation, but they might got a mutual friend, so a friend might try to stir something up. Right. But I want if I I just did it right there. So man, and but I I think it's because like you said, you know, you take your kids on trips. You're always around, but that had to be tough growing up, like in high school having your first child. Yeah, like, I was I was working at Wendy's. I'm working, at, but what I tell people a lot, what what makes me a successful father is the mothers, of course, and I got a, I just got a great support system. Like mm. if I go out of town and like I I might have my I might get the kids every other day. They might stay with their moms this day. They with me all day next day, like that. So if I'm out of town, my mom, my stepfather, everybody, they they still get get the kids on my days while I'm gone, regardless. Wow, wow. So, I don't never so it truly that. does. Men can have a village. Yeah, is what you say? Yeah, I've never, <laughs> I've never had to um pay for a babysitter. I don't got to do that stuff. I got family. Yeah, that's crazy. I that's... got I got a great support system. So, I, that that's my why other people's um and don't be successful because they don't really have a support system. And because it's, it's 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 plenty of people. It's like it's it's plenty of women that like I'm cool with like that. I, I help them take care of their kids still too. So mm. it's like, I might be like the the dads are not present or they just don't have family around here. So I still help them. But most, most men don't have that though. So yeah. I think it's, it's at all. 
it's amazing he, that you have that one. But I also think that that it's probably what pushes you to really give back as much as you do. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Hell yeah. Because, like I said, I wouldn't be able to. I wouldn't be able to be here if it wasn't for them. Mm-hmm. But like. I wouldn't have the free time if I didn't have them. But has everybody always, I mean, coming from where you come from, man, coming from where we come from, yeah. period. They say, grow up, get you a, go to college, go get a job. I skipped college. Right? Skipped it. So. You, I had a schedule, didn't go. <laughs> skipped it. I was, I was, I was in the, uh, signed up for the nursing program. Okay. I ain't going to school. So what made you get, what was it like when you said, I'm going to do this? What was the, was there any pushback? Was there just full on support? Like, go ahead and chase your dreams. Surprisingly, nobody questions me. It might sound crazy. Nobody questions me. And. Yeah, like like I was saying, surprisingly, nobody questions me. Like, how are you living this dream life? <laughs> I don't know. And people like people DM me all the time. Like, you is like, I don't know. You do so many things. What do you like? What are you, like? I do so many different things. You might see me in the hospital today. You might see me rapping tomorrow. You might I'm see saying. me modeling this day. You might see me That's... in a different country this day. So it's like, yeah. But I surprised. I just started traveling out the country though. I just but I usually I used to go state to state like every week though, like weekends, just relax. I go to I take vacations to go to sleep. Hmm. Cause your life is so busy. Yeah, nobody can bother me if I'm <laughs> my kids, I mean my kids still gonna call me. Right, but right. I might, I might yeah, yeah, bye. I'll talk <laughs> to you later. Daddy busy, I'll yeah. talk to you. <laughs> but nobody never questioned me. I got questioned one time. Not by my family because they know I'm gonna make it happen. Right? Because it's a history. Like if I always, if I'm showing you that Talk, I can make it happen, then- elaborate on that though, because that's that's more so where I was trying to get to. Right? Like a lot of people look for people to support them, right? Uh-huh. But there's a give and take in everything, right? Yes. Like we were, you know, we were talking about. Like I was like, I'm gonna do this and and give you that for you coming uh-huh. to sit down with me, right? Uh-huh. So there, there's something called reciprocation. Facts. Right. So, so like me, like nobody never questioned me because I've, I've always taken care of us. So it's like, it's never like, I'm, they know I'm not going to go do something that just ain't going to, um, it ain't going to better me or, or better us in general. So I might be like, like in my household, like, like right now, like I've, all, I've had my own place since 19 also, but, uh, recently like the house my, the house that i've been standing with like my mom them i bought that last year too wow so congratulations let's clap it up for that appreciate it so i, I bought that's why i'm bringing to you i bought that and <laughs> opened the studio at the same time i saw i Crush saw me that's crushing me right now so so it's like even though like bobby even still living it like if my like if everybody there if i i don't just when i'm out and i'm working i don't just if my kids don't i buy the whole house food i take it like Mm. Or like it don't matter where we at. Or if we go out, I might pay for everybody. Or wow. so it's like it is really a give and take. Right, <laughs> right, right, right. You, you help me, I help right, you. Right. But like uh the biggest, like the biggest help I would say is my you would think my mother would watch the grandkids. Hell no. Nah, mom's don't do, my, my, that's a myth. My stepfather. <laughs> my stepfather I can believe that. My stepfather got my kids a lot and my sister, she do a lot for him. Like, by in the time period of me, like, building a studio, like, at this point, I'm kicking out bread after bread because I built it from scratch. Like, no floors, no nothing, no walls, nothing. We built, I built that from scratch in there. Oh, where? Yeah, it was no wall. It was empty box. I built, we had to put the walls up. My father did the floors. So, I mean, I'm blessed. I got my mom, my dad, and my stepfather. Like, right, right. I'm good. So, my dad, he, he did the floors. I hired people to put up the walls and that stuff. So, at this point, I'm getting slaughtered. <laughs> so it, it got to a point like everybody so used to me saying yes, 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 yes. Yeah. This last year, the first year they ever t- heard me say no, no, no. Wow. So it got to the point like they're like, damn. So then they start taking, they start hitting me up. You hungry? You need food? You, like, so it's like, 
they see they see what I'm going through. So now they they doing it. They like my sister. She buying them all the clothes and all that stuff. Yeah. Just, like I don't know. I'm just blessed, honestly. No, that, <laughs> I mean that definitely is a blessing. But that, I mean that's what a real community does. Yes. And at the same time, I think that somewhere along the line we're gonna figure out where was it either it was grandma or somebody who saw something in you where they was like he's the one because you said you've always been different right yeah, hell yeah. and i read this book on steve jobs and pretty much like steve jobs parents wasn't his parents but from day one you could tell he was special mm-hmm. and it seems like everyone can tell that you're special right and when you're going out you're making things happen and you're bringing the fruits of your labor back too right you're saying when you go out it's like i got it yeah. You know, uh, you bring food in the house for everybody. So was there any point in time <laughs> in your life where you was just like, I'm that guy. Like there's, there's something that's different about me that is truly, truly exceptional in comparison to other people. Now I know everybody likes to be humble, but it's crazy. Cause I don't know. I never speak on that ever. And that's what, like, I like people send me, like, you need to speak on you. Bro, I, I just don't, but not be humble. I'm that guy. <laughs> <laughs> Humbly, I am that guy. Yeah. Like, but what first brought me out, like, um, my friend, we could, his name Boo, real name Lavelle. So he brought me out, actually. So it started, like, with the clothing. I did, I did modeling first. Uh-huh. Then I did acting before I even did music. I just started doing music, what, three or four, like four years ago. So stop on that acting part for a minute. You were in a, uh, you were actually in a paper for that. So talk yeah. about that a little bit. So my friend, uh, Christian Smooth, he's a, he's a director. He, okay. which he wanted the photographers at my studio also, which he like, he prefers to do videography more than anything else. So we did a, um, a web series first on YouTube called The Student Body. Okay. Which I don't really think my performances is good <laughs> at all. <laughs> uh, this was trial and error for me. I don't think this is... But we actually got into uh, Miami Web Fest. Me and him, we went out to Miami, everything, for the awards. Um, and then for the newspaper, that was for a movie that we ended up doing called Ration Day. Mm. And I think he... I can't even remember where he put it out at. He put it out on a couple places, but I can't remember. Well, I, I just saw the article, but I also saw like you were working two jobs. Yeah, at that time. Yeah, hell yeah. So I was, yeah, I was, <laughs> I was working at uh, still at the hospital. I might have been. I might have been working at uh, Baywoods at this time too, just like as a server on the side too. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. So, so talk. I mean, talk about the movie. Talk about the experience a little bit. Talk about how how it was making a movie. And working two jobs at the same time, because that's what the article highlights. Like, yeah. not only are you a Naples own, <laughs> but you was doing a lot of work. <laughs> yeah, it was it was kind of hard because scheduling. Scheduling was the hardest thing to do because some scenes we need to be light outside. Corey ain't never off when it's light outside. Right. <laughs> <laughs> so we might got go we might got wait till the weekend. And the weekends I usually try to save for my kids. Yeah. So it's like now they now the kid like the mothers don't yell at me. The kids yell at me. Right. That's what I got to hit. <laughs> I don't got to hit them from the mother, just the kids. So they be like, you said we was going there. I'm like, bro, well, I got to work too. I got to do this. This is something, this can, this product, this can help us. So right. like, I got to do this too. So it was hard. Yeah. It, <laughs> I probably lived the hardest life, right? You, now. You're so easy going, man. Uh, what it, have you always been this way? Like, what, has yeah, anything like, happened to where you were just like, you know what? Life is fine. I, this this is bigger than that. Hmm. Yeah, I feel like I've always been like easy going. Like I I get along with any and everybody. Of course, I met your man in Japan. We, we talking to him. <laughs> like I don't know. I'm just easy to get along with. I don't I don't disrespect nobody. I yeah. don't. I ain't, I don't speak on other men. I don't talk bad on nobody else. What you do is what you do. Like. I can go to any hood in Annapolis. Mm. It's a respect thing. So mm. A lot of people not respected. And, but people don't understand you got to give respect to get respect. Right. So like I'm, I go talk to any, everybody. I'm never going to stop speaking to these people. Cause you don't like them. I'm still going to speak. If I'm with you, I'm going to speak to these people. Cause that's just me as a person. So. Mm. And you, you talk about the beef in Annapolis a lot. I'm not too familiar with what's going on, but 
how like how would you what would you do to change that like what would you do to to essentially create a ceasefire uh hmm. i think that's impossible right now because <laughs> it's like people people have died so it's like it's hard to what is a way which is how i tell people i don't really care about adults i care about kids i could change a kid mind any day Facts. it's hard to change a, a grown-up mind like like any, anybody i've dealt with you can tell them if my mind made up, I you ain't changing what I'm saying or or how I feel or what I want to do. Facts. Which I guess that's good or bad. You nobody can just say nothing to you. No, you can't. If I feel like this is just working for me, it's working. Right, right. Not changing it. Right. So it's like that's why I'm with the no like no deadbeats club. I only cater to kids because and I try to we try to get the kids from all the hoods to bring them together. Like that stuff that the grown ups doing, you don't have to do that. You're not part of that. Right. You are. The people that, like, some of the people that died, y'all don't even know these people mm. at all. You've never met these people. You only know what the grown-ups are saying, F this person, F that. But you never experienced it. You don't know these people. You know, we, we and the, the reason I ask is because, uh, we you know, I've talked about it on other podcasts before. But, like, how do we, you know, people are dying over nothing. Even the old people. Like, and I guess... That's the most difficult part is because, yes, people have died, but more death is not going to bring that person back. At all. You know what I'm saying? At all. So it's, it's tough because all I ever hear is we got to we gotta reach the kids. But this has to be a way to reach, to reach adults. adults. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, outside of locking them up and rehabilitating them. That don't work. You know what I'm saying? But like me, like, and then my give back, like. That's why I put the studio there. Mm. It's so like I could have went and got a studio anywhere else. You like what I'm paying in rent there, I could be paying thousand thousand plus less somewhere else if I just didn't put it in Annapolis. But Annapolis is the most expensive place in there. So I I put it where I'm from to help us. So it's like it's a place where anybody can come. I got it in a neutral area. It's friendly. I don't allow smoking or nothing in there. So it's okay. kid friendly. Okay. Anything. So I I love it, and, and I'm not I'm not making faces because of what you said. I, lo- <laughs> I I love what you said, but it's just we've seen this before. You know what I'm saying? And um, I don't I haven't heard you speak on any street things. Like I don't I don't believe you have any ties to that. But you are trying to make a change, and everybody's not with that at all. And, <laughs> and, and you go and you're like, well, I'm gonna just go back and put my studio here. But we've seen that. I mean, we've lost people because of that. Facts. So when do you stop maybe being stubborn and allow people to advise you to do things that are great for you? Not to say you're not doing that. No, facts, facts. But like, when do you do that? Uh, like, what would it take? What would it take? <laughs> no, I do. I do listen to people. It just gotta make sense. Okay. If if one thing don't make sense, I can't go with it. it like like it, it mm. gotta be like a almost a definite for me because it's like I don't have no time to waste and I don't have no money to waste either. Right. But you move so fast, right? And that's the that is one of the attributes of a great entrepreneur, right? Is you know quick decision making and then they act on it, right? Yeah. So it seems like you do that. You're very outgoing. You 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 like to go to different places. And you're not afraid to talk to people, right? Like, I, I don't know how that connection even would have happened <laughs> if you weren't that welcoming of a person, yeah. right? But at the same time, you telling me that there's a lot of turmoil in your city, right? And then you say, in October of last year, I'm going to put a studio here for GVO Sound, which GVO stands for good vibes only. So <laughs> <laughs> the vibes ain't always there yeah, though. No. So and then, and then that was no. Which and I'm not saying I'm not a proponent of I used to be this way though. I'm not a proponent of leaving your city to go and do something bigger yeah. and then coming back to your city. But I used to be that which, way. Which is crazy because I believe I could be further in my career if I leave this city. Hundred percent. Like I could be way big if I leave this city. Which I ain't gonna say like me helping the city is ultimately keeping me there because the main thing that's keeping me there for the most part, I got kids. I got four kids. It ain't like right. I could just up and leave. Like I can leave for certain periods of time. I can't leave forever. Right. 
Ooh, how much it gonna cost for move, move everybody? Move everybody nah, trust me, there? trust me. That's why I said we're gonna talk on bike. <laughs> <laughs> when you got them kids and they not here, yes, and you and they attached to somebody else because it's like you said, it's not the kids, it's the adults, yes. So <laughs> that's what I'm saying. So it's 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 definitely difficult. Uh, cause like I, I well, I'll talk about it. I got a daughter and she's in Florida. Mm-hmm. And I, uh, she was born, uh, twenty twenty one, September twenty twenty one. So, like the whole situation is like constantly back and back forth. and forth. That that gets costly, mm-hmm. and it's like, like me, I and wanna, you can, and you I can't wanna, complain because can't complain. <laughs> Child, like what, what I'm gonna say? Oh, I keep out here. Right, right, right. Like, oh, really? That's that's how you feel. <laughs> but not to get away from that, what I'm saying is, is what if something happened to you in Annapolis? What if something happens to the studio, right? And that's these are what ifs. But I feel like as a as a good podcaster, I should pose these questions to you because you're a phenomenal person. You're traveling the world. You're a young man, and and it only get. I mean, to not get into details, things have happened before. Like. My life ain't all this, that, and the third, but it has been things that happened. And like, and people are like you, just, why is you even there? Why would you even be there? You shouldn't even be here. You got to be mixy to get moving, so, though. You got to get. How you, you gonna got, get motion if, if you're you not in the mix? <laughs> like, so I under I understand that, so but like, I'm but I'm saying when you put when you put a studio right there, smack dab, you give people a location to find you. To harm you, mm-hmm. why do that? Um, who knows? <laughs> because I don't. I always, I always look at things. I don't really look at things as as I don't look at it for me. I never look at mm. most things for me at all. Okay, it's more so like you say for the community. So it's like eventually, I ain't got to be there. It can run without me being there. Once once it gets right. to that level, but. That's a great question. I can't. I don't know the proper answer for it because because the crazy thing is, I think about that. I just and think of I just think of like because because once it get when it do get to a certain point and it's gonna be like well now you don't need you cannot be there all the time because for the simple fact it's too much. Right. I just, I just feel like i don't know it's it's hard to answer that question as as much love as there is out there for you and there's a lot it's just as much hate there are people who love you but their love for you is connected to them being able to be close to you 100 mm, percent. and a lot of it is based on what you can do for them exactly so when they're connected to who you are and what you've been providing and then you start to grow and people feel like they're losing touch with you. They're losing the ability to reach you. They're losing some of the finances or whatever you're doing for them. Maybe you're just lifting their spirit. You know what I'm saying? Maybe you're keeping it uplifting. You know? <laughs> I like that. I like that. I like that. But, but when that happens, things like what happened. I just think of Nipsey, right? Mm-hmm. And I just remember ironically this whole situation looked different at that time but i remember just sitting and watching like i think i had it i put it up on the tv and i was watching like just on instagram what happened what people were saying and i was like why the hell you (laughs) you know what i mean for lack of a better word like why the hell you go back and it'd be like that but then i guess everybody feel like they should be able to come back and give back and i feel like like why should we be harmed because we're helping you? Like we're helping you, but you want to harm us. And it, we like what, like you say, at what point, how can we fix that? Like, how can we fix the adults? Yeah. But I think it starts at a place of, you may have to, and, and this is, you know, this is just me thinking this ain't something you should stand on or, or even go by, but you have to look at, the pro the pros and the cons and seriously weigh them because yes, you want to help people. And I think your nonprofit is doing that, but putting a, a destination for business in the smack dab in your city may not be the most ideal thing because there are people who love you, appreciate you 
and they would be devastated if something happened to them. Now, I know you just recently opened it, so obviously <laughs> that's not happening anytime soon. But, but, but like, no, I, I, I you know what I'm saying? I'm just listening to what you're telling me. And, and, and I think about that because, like you say, I am a, say, say if I want to, which I am about to, I'm back making music now. So say if I want to further my music career, and I get there. It, and not I, only, it's dangerous for rappers, bro. Yes, and that's what I'm saying. I'm, I'm, I'm a rapper. Now it's put me back in, take me away from business. I want to take me back to rapper life. It's like, how would that actually work that's, out now? Like, I can't just be, oh, we know where he's going to be at. He's going to be right at his studio. Right. No, it ain't right. going to work like that. But I think everything you saying, I think about it. Okay, okay. I just. As long as you're protecting yourself and you make it, and I know you are, and you making mm-hmm. sure that the situation is safe. Like you said, you good everywhere, and some people can't go back home. At all. Like, some people, when they when they say, I can't, you know, I can't go back home, they did something wrong, but. Yeah. You know, Yo. you know how many people I know live in this neighborhood or live in like neighborhood well neighborhoods in this area? Yeah. From Annapolis, they can't come down to Annapolis. Like, For real? Yeah. They move up here when they Ah, uh, see, but they did something wrong. Yes. So you, like, I, you moved the right way. I think yeah. you'll be fine, man. I just I just wanted to ask you that because you were saying you were like, sometimes I can be stubborn. It's like Which Hundred percent. It's great, I'm, and I'm a, it's... I own up to my wrongs. <laughs> I, I, look, hundred percent. I own up to my wrongs. I have been stubborn at a point of time, and by me being stubborn, those bad things have happened to me. Mm. And then I might go home, my brother. Like I just told your stupid ass. <laughs> I told your stupid ass to do this and not that. Right. But it's like I listen to some stuff, and it's it's hard because you got to think if. I'm not the oldest sibling. So right, a lot right. of, so everybody, but everybody looks to me as if I'm the oldest. Right. So when, it's like, I got to start, like, obviously, like I might be doing something better at this, but this man, he know what he talking about. Right. So I need to be listening to some of this stuff too, which I listen to most of, obviously. But like my older brother then told me like, don't do this. We'll do, mind you, I'm moving. You got to say, I'm moving fast. So it's like thinking Ain't really on my mind. But it's just move fair. Boom, 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 boom. Right, and right. then. Nah, I understand because I got an older brother too. And I had gotten some trouble. And he hadn't seen me in a while. So when we got up, I was telling him about it. And he was like. I told you. So like, you stupid. What you doing that for? He was basically, like, you not stupid. He's like, don't make moves like that. Basically. So I, so I understand because it's like. You also the prodigy though. Yeah, so so it's like when it's like I'm doing so much well. Yeah, and then one one mess but, up. Yeah, but hey, look at Ja. Tough. <laughs> Tough. He just that's just so dumb to me. Man. Yeah, so we 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 pretty much got your upbringing. We know that you're a family man, but tell me about GVO Sound, man. You said you wanted to talk about it, and I'm actually. You know, I've been listening. I played a couple songs. I got a song. We're gonna pl- we're gonna play your latest single uh, when we get out of here. But you know, how did that come about? Why did you choose that name? And you know, what's going on with GVO Sound? All right, all right. Fun fact: I didn't come up with the name. Oh, my brother did. <laughs> <laughs> so you do listen. <laughs> so like, that's how it happened. Boom. I, like I say, I haven't been doing music that long. I just have the ear for it. And I, okay. I just love listening to music. So, so mind you, at this point, when my brother brought me in, it was him and his friend, Led Too Lit, which is one of the artists, fire, the best artists out here. But, of course, he need to get back to what he need to get back to. But um, it was just him. They was making music. So it got to the point, like, okay, well, let me step. Well, they brought me in. I'm just, like, basically like trying to manage. And I'm like, so I'm, I might just be paying for all the sessions. I'm coming in. I'm sleeping. I'm just coming in the studio, just sleep. I'm sleeping in the studio every day. But I'm just paying for the sessions. We just doing music, this, that, and the third. And they end up saying, "You should do a, you should do a song." So I'm like, obviously, because it's like it makes sense, right? Right. Like you, you have the following, you have the people. Make a song. So we did a song. Boom. My first song. Ah. Trash <laughs> to me, right, it was right. okay, but people liked it. Right. Then I did a um. What really made people start listening? What what took me there was I did a cover. Well, basically like a remix cover to the Chainsmokers, uh, it's a pop band, mm-hmm. uh, uh, Sick Boy, and I made a song called Slick Boy. Mm. And okay. That, okay. And that, so that's why everybody everybody liked that song. So I'm like, 
Right. Maybe I got, I got something here. here. Okay, okay. So so then I started making music, and then but okay, let's reverse. <laughs> so did I start the clothing first? Hmm. God damn, I'm trying to figure. Out, I'm trying to figure out the timeline. Well, no. So like, all right. So I dropped the first song. We do we do. So like my clothes. I only had my clothing brand for three years. Okay. So I started. I brought up the clothing. Because at that point now, it's GVO. Because at this point, nobody else is even making music. It's only me at this point now. I'm the only hope. <laughs> so, <laughs> so so now I got to do every damn thing. I'm making music. What happened? Uh, everybody got like... Life. Say, say life things. Everybody got their certain vices or whatever. So it's like everybody take different routes or... All of us got kids. Like my brother, he got six. My mother got 10 grandkids between just two of her kids. Y'all working hard. Yeah, we worked it out. <laughs> we done worked it out. <laughs> so I started my clothing brand and it's like that does well. So like I, I kind of like it's hard to balance it for me. So it's like like my first project, I probably I probably made one song a month mm. before I put that project out. One literally one song a month because I'm I'm on like the clothing, because at this point I'm still trying to I want to make the music. I got to make the money too. Right, right, right. So my clothing brand, like that, that takes off because most people know me from clothing. Like I said, I did the modeling and stuff like that. So I went to five proms. Like my friend Boo custom made everything for all the proms. So, excuse me, people know me for um, clothing. So the clothing actually is like in my studio, you see the reception area has my clothing. So yeah. the clothing damn near funded the whole thing. Wow. So like I started from my, Car, then I turned my whole basement into like a storage, and then we there. Okay, so, okay. So if anything, the clothing does better, way better than music or anything right. else. Right. So doing music for like, so now like I meet like, damn, I don't even know. Like the music is so tricky because it's like I stop, I start, I stop, I start, and but every project, I just try to do something different. Okay. Like, to give you a different sound each time. Like, the first one, that was the trial. You can hear it. You can yeah. hear the put. You can hear, like, like I can, like, even when I go and listen to it, I don't even listen to the old stuff. But when I, if I do, you can hear, like, how it got better and better yeah, each time. Yeah. yeah, I can see the progression. Yeah, so. People always going to go back to your old work, though. Yeah, That's the is. best thing about having a catalog, though. Yeah, they're going to go back. Because like, they can grow. I mean, I felt like I grew album to album with you. Especially, yeah. dog, that last joint. It gotta, it gotta be yeah. the, the new one. Gotta be like that, yeah, for real. Yeah, appreciate it. Yeah, for real. <laughs> like I it, like the old ones too, but the new, the but the new, one. I like. It's a vibe, bro. Appreciate it's a vibe cruising in the car at the gym. Like yeah. this, it's a vibe, bro. And like I, a couple of them songs on there, I recorded them. Bro, I probably like the song, the single you were talking about, the new single. I recorded that probably 2020. Oh, okay. So it's like. I got stuff in the like I I recorded some stuff, but you know who you remind me of, uh, and not to box you into anything because I know people hate when you know people do that. But um, what's main man from uh, Griselda? Uh, I'll I'll get I'll think of his name, but they started with the fashion, mm-hmm. and then. They started rapping. So it was like Benny, it's uh you know, Conway the Machine, and then uh <laughs> I really can't think of his name, but that's the one I'm talking about. And he be hosting fashion like uh fashion Art Basil and all of that in uh-huh. the A. So like that's the, that's what you remind me of. The clo- clothing my bread and butter. Yeah. I ain't gonna lie to clothing my bread. So really you're just an I wouldn't even put you as a rapper, you're an artist. Yeah, that and that's what I say. I always tell people I'm an artist, I'm not a rapper. It's I tell people all the time like, cause I got to where I'm at and I feel like everybody there could also, I'm not the, how they gonna say it? Hard work outbeats talent. Mm. So it's like, I'm nowhere near the best rapper in that city. I'm the best artist, I would say, cause I'm way versatile to anybody. But if you put me bar for bar with some of these rappers, they way better than me. I tell them that all the time. Right. But you rap for fun though. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like you don't. And that's what I and I be trying to tell my brother like we got make he's like we gotta make some music. I'm like, if my life was just like, <laughs> if I didn't have to make money, like then I wish I could be like Lil Durk them sit down and the only job is to make music. I could come up with some crazy stuff. But if 
like I like I say, since I opened the studio, I haven't dropped nothing. I I probably just I probably have three songs, and it's and I had my studio for well, like set open like for like seven months now, maybe seven eight months. I don't record at all. I might be there every day. I won't record a song. So when are you going to build out a staff? Uh, like I have engineers and all that stuff. I okay. don't. I don't even know how to engineer. <laughs> Crazy, right? Hey, you are you I, you know I, how to do yeah, you know how to do something that other people don't know how to do, and that's make money. Yes, and like I I got the great staff. Like the only part that I mainly just run myself is the clothing part. Mm. Everything else, like I don't have to be there for, for none of the photography stuff. Of course, I don't even know how to work the camera. <laughs> uh, the engineers, they they book the session. I pay I pay them to mm. with the people. So it's like that's handled, but this the problem with with the studio right now is people only want to come there if I'm there. Mm. So that's the problem. So it's like, how do you be part of your brand but separate yourself from the brand? Is is what I'm going through right now. I I think it's just you gotta start to highlight the people that are there, and you, it's like it's hard to create a number two of you though. Because people, because people come there, they might come there for okay. They might know they always gonna get a hundred percent great customer service from me. Right? They can't. They not banking on to get that from somebody else. So, like it's been, I can be out the country. People spend their hard earned money and say, "Oh, I'm on my way to pick it up." I'm like, "Yeah, the store is open. So and so is there is running the store." Um, oh, I'll wait till you get back. I have orders in there from December. People ain't even pick up yet. Like, mm. it's weird. Like, mm. <laughs> I, I mean, how do you fix this? <laughs> I think there's just just ways of you warm, warm transferring people. So maybe the people that they would pick it up from when you get there, mm-hmm. you're like, "Hey, this my yeah. this my right hand man." Because you got to stamp people, so people. But you you're so accountable, you're so reliable that people only want to deal with you to a certain extent. But you got to let people know, like, "Hey, I ain't gonna be here all the time. This is this is the this is the person." So now they got somebody they could point to. You know what I mean? I think that's the thing that you're you're so you're such a hometown hero that people just connect with you. So you got to get them to connect with somebody else. I'm trying, <laughs> I'm trying. <laughs> but but don't have them connect with somebody else who ain't gonna be reliable though. Yeah, that and that's my. That's issue. why. That's I, why I said it's hard. I, I said you know, and because like there's you know there's people who are typically here. Yes, you know what I'm saying. So, like, you know. <laughs> so doing things is 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 difficult, but I think it's just that you know hiring and firing quickly, quickly. That way, this don't work. All right, let's yeah, go. don't even let it escalate. Like, right, this ain't working. Yeah, person, seriously, and that and truly, that's kind of helped me build what I'm building a lot faster than it was going when I was trying to pull people along. Or doing everything yourself. Yes, um, like a lot. Of, I'm not an advocate of doing everything yourself, bro. Me, you can outsource it. You get somebody else to do it. And me, I'm 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 big on at first doing everything myself, right? But now it's like, bro, I can't do all. You can't. It's not that many hours in where I don't only got two hands. Like I can't do it. I just started to see it in my growth. Like I was like, why am I right here? Yeah. And then after you need a while. A team. You need a team. Even if it's one person sometimes, yeah. you know what I mean? Like, just, <laughs> you got that one partner, it's like, but this is all, amazing. This is amazing. This took a load off. Right. <laughs> that way you can prioritize. But GVO Sound is, what, GVO Sound is the name of the studio? Yes, GVO Sound Studios. Yep. Okay, GVO Sound Studios. GVO. GVO stands for Good Vibes Only. And is it the label as well? Like far because I see that on your music, GVO sound. Yeah, I use GVO sound for everything. Okay, everything else would be like a a sub, like under it. Are you signing people under that? Are you sign? Are you open to signing artists? I want to eventually. Okay, which I if I say, oh, today I'm quitting music. I think that's what I'm going to go towards. But I would like as a well, ain't a lot. It's a million things I want to do right now. But it's like uh, the mic went out. Like what the hell? But like it's it's a million things I want to do right now, but my main focus is getting the studio running without me having to be there first. Once the studio running how it needs to run, you're gonna see a million more things coming from. Okay, there. okay, million more. I'm, I'm being different countries, <laughs> getting business out there started. Well, 
you know, we, we, we ask people questions and obviously I asked you to come on the show, but in the questionnaire, um, one of your responses was there's plenty of people that come from the same place as me that simply don't see what I'm doing is possible for them. And it really is easy. What is, what, what is the, why did you respond to the question that way? And and what is the reason that you want to show people that it's possible? I'm 28. I have four kids. I own a business. I still work a job. It's people that's older than my mother never left Annapolis a day in their life. Mm. Never. They never even been to Baltimore. Like they literally never, it's people in Annapolis that have never left Annapolis, never been outside of that city ever. That's the smallest city ever. Wow. So I'm like, I'm just trying to show you like every, like they always say, I wish I could do that. I'm like, you can literally do this. Only thing stopping you from doing this is you. You're the only, you're stopping yourself. You don't know what you're really capable of. And if you're great at something, why do it for free? Mm. <laughs> <laughs> Bro, I like that. No, no, I like that's, that. That's that's real. Like, and if you're great at it, why do it for free? Like, you see people, people, you see people charging for the craziest yes, things in the world. Yes, everybody's taxing Yo, these days. Ta- taxation, <laughs> <out> representation. <laughs> like, if you're great Facts. at it, why do it for free? Yeah, yeah. That, that's my motto. Which me, I can't say that. I do a lot of stuff for free, but. If you like, I but said, I know what you mean. Yeah, right? like find find something that you really like to do and build off of it, because you'll never see it as a job. You'll see it as having fun, and you just you gotta understand that was that was taking care of you, it's sure. taking care of your family. But it's you just having fun. And I think I think people see that you know what, and I I can see it in your actions, right? Like people see you at work, people see you in the studio, people see you out in Egypt. People see you out in Japan. People's, but I'm saying people see you moving, but at the same time, they know they can also see you in a community. Yes. And that's a powerful thing. So the, what, the, my last question, because I ask everybody this, is what's next? Hmm. And for me in general or the business? What's next for you? Next for me right now, I'm actually working on a project to put out music-wise. Um... Yeah, for sure. Got me, got new music on the way. Um, what else? I got through the nonprofits and a couple other nonprofits. I'm about to bring programs to to the studio where we bringing in kids, teach them how to engineer, teach them how to produce, teach them photography, how to take picture, lighting, a little bit of everything. So I got the programs coming for all of that stuff too. Wow, through the studio nonprofit where all the kids will be able to come there for free. Well, definitely let me know. Yes. Uh, you know, I'm not throwing thousands and do- thousands, but you know, it was a couple hundred dollars or Bro, something. Not even, it don't even, like for me. It don't be about the money. It be about the time. Like, hey, well, just, just just help in any type of way. Like, yeah, like, you need me to, you know, like we can we can set up a program, podcasting. There's a lot of it's it's a I ain't gonna lie. It's a hundred thousand people ask me about podcasts. I'm like. I don't know nothing about it. I've never done it. I don't even know what equipment I need for you to be able to do this in here. Yeah. But I'm going to look into it and get it so you will be able to do it in here. Right. If that's what you're asking for. So many people ask me, but I don't have the knowledge. I haven't okay. had a chance to educate myself. Okay. This. Okay. Well, I'd love to be a part of helping with that. Yeah. You, for you sure, the, man. You're the podcast. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I appreciate that. I appreciate yeah. that, man. We go, we going to go out to uh, Won't Change. Uh, you just released this. Put it up on the page. Yes, me and my man Bama. Okay, okay. Yes, Fire. I'm I'm gonna let this whole thing ride. Uh, if you listen to the pod, you'll hear the whole thing. Um, if you're watching, take it up. Oh, better be <laughs> better be <laughs> but I appreciate you from for being the example of what you talk about. Right? Appreciate you know what I'm saying. I was paid way before the rap. Facts. <laughs> <laughs> I just bought a coupe so I can trap. <laughs> I was getting money while you napping. I've been getting money off investments. Trapping, hope you niggas stacking. I'm acting. I've been living lavish, it was destined. 
This that money, you don't question, no exception I was paid way before the rapping These niggas laugh when I told these niggas tap Bama body this too, he body this Take oh man, Bama, he body this too Far, went farther than that. He claimed me hard, but I'm harder than that. Yeah, I'm arching the back, larger than rap. See, I started from scratch. I'm from where the single mothers live in poverty. Yeah, y'all need to relax. I ain't heard of this song. That shit probably wet. Sitting looking at this money, it's awkwardly stacked. Stealing hearts, baby, please don't get your artery snatched. Yeah, watch how she react. Yeah, many niggas jealous. Can't trust the soul. That's why that bitch on my pelvis. Swing that hoe like a guitar. Call me Elvis. I don't like no seafood. I'm allergic to shellfish. I hate to be selfish. I needed a hand. You ain't even looking. For me when I needed a band Mama had to grind, she ain't never needed a man Oh, she understand That when I blow, she get that penthouse Sweet as a land, yeah I've been getting money off investments Trapping, hope you niggas yeah. stacking them actors I've been living lavish, it was just That's fire, like I, I don't Like That's I said, money, I don't you really don't question it. I was paid way before the rapping These niggas laugh when I told these niggas tapping Now I'm the only nigga maxing Taking trips just to spend a nigga back right. I'm getting money, yeah, I'm living my life High fashion, yeah, I'm paying the price Never needed advice Watch your rule, let niggas gamble they life Your own man to set you up for a price Leave you holy, oh Christ Same niggas talking down on my life Need a handle, if not me, it was Mike Nigga, get that shit right Only come out if I need me And you can never see more Unless you feed me This whole time I had to gamble my life Even put money before family I know it ain't right Just to make sure that they straight I know pressure bust pipes I was copping cribs and cars when you was riding your bikes I know niggas really need me I was grinding, I was shining out It made this shit look easy Could've did these niggas greasy But I'm here for my kids and I care for them deeply I've been getting money off investments Trapping, hope you niggas stacking them I've been living lavish, it was destined this that money, you don't question no exception. I was paid way before the rapping. These niggas laugh when I told these niggas tapping. Now I'm the only nigga maxing. Taking trips just to spend a nigga back. I went farther than that, but I'm harder than that. Launching the back, launching the rap. Start from scratch. Poverty, y'all need to relax. Inside my pockets, I'm in love with her. I know I need to stop it. No matter the price, I cop it. She needed, then I got it. I go broke for her. The quicker I made it, quicker these crackers tried to take it. Let's go Jamaica, experience it all, and I still won't date ya. I can't do one, letting you know, bitch, I'm a player. I'm not the one, I'm here for fun, I'm not your savior. Whatever you want, whatever you need, I got the flavor.